0: From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Laura Brodnick. And I'm Charlie Begg. And today, all eyes are on the stars of June 2. I feel like with this all-encompassing press tour and the hype and the build-up for this movie, we've been talking about it for months. It's finally here. The premieres have happened. It's out in cinemas today. But something interesting and very secretive and possibly... I don't know, a bit scandalous is going on behind the scenes between some of the castmates and we're gonna get into that.
1: But first we'll have to wait till next year for season three of And Just Like That, but there's news one of our favorite characters won't be returning.
0: So this news has been kicking around for a while. A lot of speculation, a lot of industry insiders whispering about it, but it's been confirmed that Sarah Ramirez, who played Che Diaz on and just like that, will not be returning for season three. They haven't publicly said anything about it at this stage, but there has been a lot of controversy and backlash around this character since they were introduced as a love interest for Miranda Hobbs in season one. What a pleasant
2: surprise. (laughs) Yeah, for me too.
0: So they haven't given an official reason and no one the cast has commented, yeah, this is just coming out today with a lot of industry publications confirming it. There's been a lot of speculation around this. There was some talk that Sarah Ramirez, who's like a big activist, along with being an actor and singer, was very like outspoken in their pro-Palestine beliefs. But also, so has Cynthia Nixon on the show. So like we don't know, like none of that's been confirmed. Sarah Ramirez has also been very vocal in different interviews over the years that the character they were playing was meant to be a bit of a caricature and that they were very hurt by some of the bad backlash, but also stood by it. They've actually been quite back and forth and they've even reposted big interviews and profiles that they've done where they feel like the journalists haven't properly captured the character. So it's been very divisive from the start.
1: Yeah. So in case you missed it at the end of season two, Che Dears and Miranda have completely ended their relationship. And kind of moved on to really, like, be their own characters. You watch Che go from being a side character to really becoming their own. And if you don't remember it, the season two finale concludes with Carrie saying goodbye to her Upper East Side apartment by hosting her final dinner party. And both Che and Miranda are in attendance but no longer together.
0: Yeah. look, Maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but I'm really sad about this because I love Sara Ramirez as a performer. They're amazing. And I also feel like they were becoming their own character a Mm. bit more in the show. The whole Miranda thing, like that storyline, I think was making people not like the character. But the more we saw Che in their own world, like working at the vet clinic with their own friends, potentially with a new love interest, it's like they were standing alone as a character. So I'm kind of sad about that, but I'm sure that Sara Ramirez were going to do something else amazing. I want them to go back to Broadway.
1: But we won't really know whether Che is coming back until Sarah Ramirez says something or the rest of the cast does or until the third season comes out. We know that the third season will start production later this year for a 2025 premiere. So after the break, we have to talk about the biggest movie premiere that everyone is talking about, June 2, and specifically why we're forgetting about two major relationships going on behind closed
2: doors. Na-na-na-na-na.
1: One of the most anticipated films of the year is finally in Australia, June 2. Unfortunately, neither of us were able to make the premiere, but luckily Isabel Dolphin from The Spill Social Team headed along.
2: Hey, it's Isabel. I'm from The Social Team. Laura Brodnick actually sent me on a very important mission yesterday to the June 2 premiere.
1: This world is beyond cruelty. You've been fighting the Harkonnens for decades. My family's been fighting them for centuries. They were massacred alongside my father. Your father didn't believe in revenge. I won't be fighting for him. I'm
2: fighting for my people.
1: He who can destroy a thing has the real control of it.
2: So, if, in case you missed it, June 1 was about a huge war that breaks out in a planet called Arrakis over spice. Everyone wants the spice, it controls everything. And June 2 was a continuation of that journey, starring Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya. It had Austin Butler and then Florence Pugh, you know, some other huge names. It was two and a half hours of pure sci fi magic. I have so many words. And not enough time, but the costume, the sets, the script, the music, everything was just amazing. It was just intense and I wasn't bored at all. And I also have to just mention the fact that Austin Butler in this, I will never be able to look at that man again the same. Those eyebrows or lack thereof and the hair, oh my God. What a ringing endorsement.
0: We should say, if you follow us on Instagram, Dolph is our social girl, posts everything there. There was a lot of contention around who was going to get those tickets in the office. Everyone wanted them. And I said, look, Isabel Dolphin asked for those tickets a year ago, I think on her first day at Mamma Mia. And it's like, if you get tickets to June 2, can I please have them? And I was like, well, you know what? If you ask, you get. So that's why she was there. Super fan. I feel like if she liked it, then people are very into it
1: oh my God, I had no idea that she was even into sci-fi movies, but she walked in this morning just going, I need you all to attend to the next 24 hours so I can talk about it. Yes,
0: as we're saying, there's so much hype around and so much has been from the premieres and Mm. the fashion. It's not getting as much attention as Barbie because obviously, you know, that was kind of in a league of its own, but I feel like the looks they were pulling and how they were mimicking their characters on the red carpet speaks that bigger thing that we've been talking about, about press tours being like an extension of the characters in the movie.
1: Also, I just think with whatever Zendaya is wearing to a red carpet premiere, everyone has eyes on her because she just gets it right.
0: Yeah. And the thought and effort she puts because you can tell she's one of those people that obviously she works very closely with her stylist and has for many years. But, you know, you see these interviews where she's looking at runways and books and vintage pieces months in advance. She's, you know, putting things together. She's like on the phone with these stylists trying these things. And that's why she always looks so interesting and so put together.
1: Oh, absolutely. So for her June part two press tour, there was a mix of like archive archival outfits and fresh off the runway looks. So she wore that amazing kind of Tin Man night outfit to the London premiere, which was archival Mugler. And then there was custom Louis Vuitton, fresh off the runway Louis Vuitton, custom Bottega Veneta. And then most recently, there was the Stefan Roland Couture at the New York City premiere, which was the amazing white dress with the huge cutout.
0: I love her hair. What's the voluminous curls? That kind of natural look looks so gorgeous. The structure of this dress, if you haven't seen it, we can put it up on our Instagram. but. It's got the cutout down the front, as you're saying, and then two cutouts going down, very strategically placed so that everything's covered. But, you know, everyone was talking about how the structure of that dress, how it's placed so perfectly. It's
1: meticulous how they've done it. And I saw a video of all the stars arriving and it was saying what time they all arrived at the premiere. And just (laughs) seeing the way she moves and walks in it, you're like that tape has to be industrial yeah. tape. I wonder if it's, if it's even just
0: like a body glue or something like that. It would almost have to be like the amount of trust you put in that tape. But I think on a red carpet, like when you see what's in those stylus bags, the tape and the glue and the different pins and the way they like literally sew things to skin pretty much is quite like, it's it's like architecture.
1: Absolutely. And the one other outfit I have to note was the matching jumpsuits she wore with Timothy Chalamet by South Korean designer June J. I I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. But she had a pink one on. He had a blue one on, and they
0: just looked. It was very Power Rangers. Oh, someone make it an adult Power Rangers reboot and put those two in it. That's like actually my dream movie. Now that you mentioned, I'd it. honestly watch
1: that. That would be <laughs> fantastic. If you're wondering what we're talking about, just wanted a little refresher. We've been sharing some of the best looks from the June 2 premiere tour over and on Instagram. Check them out on the Spill Podcast. And yes, so we just mentioned Timothy and Zendaya before their matching outfits. But there are a couple of people who have also been present at these events who kind of had a slipped under your radar. More on that next. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So while all eyes have been on the stars of the movie going down the red carpet, which is fair enough, because as we're saying, you know, the looks, but you've also got Florence Pugh's been looking amazing. Everyone's, Mm. everyone's looking great. Those hot young people, good on them. But we do know that there have been two other famous faces who have been at these events that have not been seen, that have been hiding in the shadows in secretive ways. And that is Tom Holland and Kylie Jenner, who are dating Zendaya and Timothee Chalamet, respectively.
1: Timothee. How (laughs) can we forget that the two major stars from the movie are all... Also dating two massive celebrities.
0: The information people are digging up about their movements that we even know they're there in the first place means that people are obsessive, but they're just trying so hard to keep it out of the spotlight. And what I think is interesting about this is that normally when you have these two big superstar couples together, especially Tom and Zendaya in a way because, you know, they've both come up through Hollywood as child stars. They've both been in these blockbuster movies. There was so much, I guess, like anticipation about them announcing they were together and then people loved when they did come out and confirm it. And they've never spoken about the full backstory, but the story that's been pieced together is that they met and they briefly dated or, you know, had some sort of a spark and then it didn't work because they were in different places or, you know, like physically and maybe emotionally. We don't know. And then she started dating Jacob Elordi, who was her co-star on Euphoria, which must have really hurt poor Tom. He's like, Oh, she's dating that tall that Australian really man. Tall guy. <laughs> and then obviously they broke up. There were allegations of cheating. Again, we don't know. Maybe it was fine. And then they got together and they've been together for a long time but they're really careful even in movies they're in together to never really speak about their relationship never comment on it they don't walk red carpets together and so he was sometimes spotted like he's been on the June press tour with her and some of the big premieres and stuff and he's sometimes been spotted like going inside buildings or there was one where he was like up on a high balcony like filming her walking down the red carpet and stuff and like people are filming him and it's just really interesting like how private they want to keep it and he has said before it's because he quite hates the business of Hollywood, even though he's been in it for a long time. And that's why they don't talk about it.
2: I really do not like Hollywood. It is not for me that the business really scares me, but you'll never see me at an award show. That I don't have to be at. I'm never going to a red carpet event that I'm not in the film of, you know, I don't want the attention when I don't need it. My relationship is the thing that I keep most sacred. I don't talk about it. I try my best to keep it as private as possible.
0: And I think it's becoming a big trend with not all young stars, but a lot of them who, I guess, see themselves not in that more influencer model kind of category Mm. who are trying to position themselves as more serious actors. So you're seeing that with Tom Holland, but also with Timothy Chalamet and how private he's keeping Mm. the Kylie Jenner relationship because obviously we saw them all making out the Golden Globes, but people have been tracking her private jet where it's been flying, and it looks like she's been flying to the Dune premiere. So she's there with him, but you have not seen a sight of her at anything. Like, she hasn't been caught going into any buildings. There's no footage of her inside the theatre, But like, and a lot of sources are saying that she's been in the theatre. She's probably seen Dune, like, five times by now. It's my favourite movie. But it just goes to show, if you want to not be seen, you cannot be seen.
1: And it's quite funny in contrast with the rest of the Kardashians or even how Kylie used to be is they were very good at being spotted in places. So you know that they can do both. They can get the paparazzi to see them when they want to be seen and get those candid, not so candid shots of them going to Craigs in LA or something. But also if they want to be somewhere with someone and for no one to know, they can absolutely do that too. It's actually quite funny. I was thinking about another young actor who's done the same, Jacob Alordi with
0: Olivia Jade. Oh yes. They've they don't done- really work a lot of red carpets together because he's also, he's being so like careful about trying to transition into being seen as a serious actor and all that sort of stuff and keep his, yeah, his relationship out of the spotlight. Yeah, it's like this new breed of Hollywood. It's like these younger actors, they've seen what's going on with like their older counterparts and they've seen the frenzy of the media and how intense it is and how it can shape the narrative around them so much that it can either get them work or stop them getting work. And also these are like big power players. Like I think if they were like a few rungs down the fame ladder, they would be monetizing their like relationships a bit more, but I think once you get to like a Timothy or a Tom or like probably Jacob now with like the stuff he's doing, you don't need that as much. Knowing the buzzes around in the background about your relationship is enough. You don't have to walk the red carpet. And also some of the stories that are coming out about Tom and Zendaya of like how intense their relationship is behind the scenes, I think is quite interesting because documents have come out that she's bought a new property, but it looks like, again, his name isn't on like the... I've never bought a house, whatever the document is when you get a house that you sign. Again, people are tracking them so intensely. It looks like he is living in the house with her and so people think they've actually bought the house together. There's also a lot of speculation that they're engaged and even married because of how serious it is behind the scenes buying a house together, which is, like, how would we know? We're assuming
1: they're both making millions per movie. They can just buy a house
0: together. But when they're both in the same place, yeah, go for it. I know, but you think if you buy a house together, that like they could be married. They could be married for years and we would never know. They like, could. No I'm going to I'm gonna guess they're not. Yeah.
1: I also came across these photos on Twitter of some people have zoomed into Tom Holland's pants and seen, like, a Zed stitched into, like, a bunch of his jeans. Oh, that's
0: both very sweet and very creepy. Stop zooming on Tom's pants.
1: He's been through enough.
0: You're nasty.
1: Right? I thought that was bizarre. How bizarre. It is interesting, though, that for the past few years, they haven't really said anything. We've seen the very occasional paparazzi shots of them, very low-key together, out doing very normal couple things. But just this year... They They've both started talking about each other more in interviews. Zendaya has done two interviews through the June 2 press tour and name dropped him. The first one, she spoke to IGV and she was asked if there was one thing she'd bring back from the UK to the US. Yeah, my boyfriend.
0: (laughs) I would just (laughs) take him with me.
1: (laughs) And then she was also asked last week in a BuzzFeed interview... Which of a fellow castmate has the most rears? I
0: think someone who has beautiful charisma, not on the Dune cast, but I personally, worked for me, is Mr. Sean Holland. I'm I'm more shy and like kind of quiet, so it takes a little bit more to like pull me out of my show. But he's great at just like talking to people and getting to know people. and like You see him on talk shows and stuff like that. He's just naturally very good at that. You and I'm kind of getting from that, and again, we don't know, but... Because she does every so often bring him up, but he never brings her up. Well. Well, well very rarely. Okay, yes, very so rarely. So it kind of feels like she maybe she's more comfortable talking about it. I guess she's been more famous for longer. Maybe she feels more comfortable and maybe he's just starting to dip a toe in the sand because she's doing it. I think so too. So I think it's
1: kind of like an inside joke between them, the word Riz, because he was previously also speaking to BuzzFeed and he was. Well, was this
0: BuzzFeed's top question? Who's yeah, got was, Riz? Yeah,
1: <laughs> totally. It's like it's oh, it, it's, it's fair. It's a good it's question. Buzzword. And he said, I need you to fall in love with me for, like, his Riz to work. Yeah. And he says, I'm locked up, so I'm happy in love, so I've got no need for Riz. So you're you're right, he doesn't actually reference her but we know that's who he's talking about. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, I think they both say, like, I'm in a relationship, which is fair, because otherwise they'd just be blatantly lying. And also, can you imagine if they didn't say it, then the headlines would be they'd broken up and the paparazzi would be even more intense. But I think they're trying very hard to keep it quiet, and I think that's, like, something we're going to see more with, like, a new breed of Hollywood stars, that it's all happening behind the scenes, and so people are going to have to zoom in on stitching in pants to get the story. Thanks for
1: listening to The Spill today. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au and back here in your podcast feed at 5pm tomorrow. Bye. Bye.